Hey guys, this is Pastor Kyle here alongside Pastor Bailey. Grateful that you guys have tuned in to our podcast. We trust that what you're about to hear will be beneficial for your day, and we're grateful that you've stopped by to hear what the Lord is doing in Milledgeville. What a blessing it is to be together as the family of God this evening. Um, this evening is going to be a bit different. Uh, this evening we will, we will dedicate our time of prayer and singing. Prayer and worship through singing this evening. That I don't know about you. So this evening our focus will be this. Uh, we will read three psalms. We will sing those three psalms. But before we sing them, we will pray through them, okay? So we will read the psalm, pray the psalm, sing the psalm. Sound good? And then we will partake in the Lord's Supper together as a family. So before we get going this evening, let me ask you this question. What is the chief end of man? The answer, to glorify God and to enjoy him forever period. This evening again, we'll approach God using two means, two means that has been given to us by his grace by which we can approach him. First, through his word. We'll read his word. We'll pray his word back to him. Look, if you haven't experienced it before, I encourage you to do it, not just as you will do it this evening, but on a daily basis. As you read the word of God, pray the word of God back to your father. What else would he rather hear most, more than his word? Pray back to him, that you, that you desire him through his word, that you desire to follow and obey his word, that you desire to fall in love with him through his word. So we'll approach him through the reading and the praying of his word, and then second, singing his word. Tonight we'll sing three songs that will proclaim the greatness of God through Psalms 45, 46, and 130. When we gather together and we have the opportunity to hear the word of God taught, preached, proclaimed, we have the opportunity to pray together as one, but also to sing together as one. As Pastor Kyle mentioned this morning, when we recite verses to you of the songs that we sing, it is for the pure intention of this, to focus your mind on that which is leaving your mouths. Do you truly believe that which you are pro proclaiming through song and worship to Christ? We hope you do, but just to focus your mind on that in particular this evening. Each of these songs that we will sing have a direct impact in the word that we will read in, the God, in God's word. And I pray will have an impact on your life this evening. 
all that we desire to achieve here at the Branch Church, everything that we desire to achieve in this city, in this world, all of it must have this goal in mind, glorify God. All of it. That's the end. Glorify God. Why? That we and many more may enjoy him forever. You've been going out with Pastor Kyle on Thursday evenings these last couple of weeks. You see the tremendous, tremendous harvest that is available in this city of Milledgeville. The tremendous opportunity that we have to be gospel proclaimers in this city. Every place we go, everything we do, that that be our goal that we glorify God through the proclamation of his gospel to all, to everyone, everyone. Is that possible in a city the size of Milledgeville with so many people in it? Is that possible? Yes, it is. It is. How could I say such a thing? Because... We serve a God who desires us to do just that. We serve a God who forsook his own life, a Christ who gave all that we may have all in him, that we, through the authority given him by the Father, through his sacrifice, his perfect life, the perfect sacrifice, that through that authority, through that power, that we may proclaim the gospel. Our effort in this march toward glorifying God, it must begin and be saturated in prayer. It must begin and it must be saturated in prayer. I heard it said, I believe from John Piper this week as I was watching uh, a sermon from him, that as a follower of Christ, if you are not praying, you are not breathing. That as a follower of Christ, if you are not praying, you may as well not be living. If we not be a praying people, a praying church, if the Branch Church Milledgeville not be marked with prayer, with earnest, sincere, desperate calling out to our God, then are we, will, are we really seeking to do what it is he desires us to do in our lives, in this city, in this world? So our life must be saturated in prayer. That's why we feel so strong this evening to devote an evening to prayer. Individually and together, that we come together as the body of the Branch Church and we devote ourselves to a crying out to God, a devotion to him, a desire for him. And we must worship him. We must worship him. It's what he desires after all, above all. He saves us that we become his worshipers. He desires us to make disciples that many more become his worshipers. It's so much what he desires above all else. Why? because he alone is worthy of it, because he stands above all, he reigns over all, he is supreme over all. 
thereby he deserves to be worshiped, he demands to be worshiped, and he is glorified in our worship when we worship him rightly, thereby in our singing tonight. So as we get going, Psalm 45, if you want to turn there in God's word. This is a psalm which reflects that of a royal wedding. When you read through the psalm, the intent here is that there's a royal wedding that is going on. God has, by his grace, given you new life in Christ Jesus. He has made you new in him. You were born again in Christ if you are his. One day, Christ will reclaim his bride, the church. He is returning. He will set foot on this earth one day, sooner than it was this morning. And he will say, bride, return to me. I am yours and you are mine. One day, on that day, there will be those who God has saved through the spoken word of his gospel. We see that in this psalm, toward the end of the psalm, that those to whom the, the gospel was proclaimed and is proclaimed, that God, through the seed of the gospel being planted on fertile soil, that that seed sprout fruit of salvation, those will join with us on that day as the bride of Christ. And we get to see him with unveiled face and experience him as if we have never experienced before. Psalm 45, the word of God proclaims this. My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. You are the most handsome of the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. In your majesty, ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome deeds. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The peoples fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Your robes are all fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. From ivory palaces, stringed instruments make you glad. Daughters of kings are among your ladies of honor. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of honor. Hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will desire your beauty. Since he is your lord, bow to him. The people of Tyre will seek your favor with gifts, the richest of the people, all glorious in the princes in her chamber with robes interwoven with gold and many colored robes. She is led to the king with her virgin companions following behind her with joy and gladness. They are led along as they enter the palace of the king in place of your fathers shall be your sons. 
you will make them princes in all the earth. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. This evening, as you pray through Psalm 45, consider these two points. First, praise God for the life you have in Christ. That you are a member of his bride, the church. That you will one day see him, see him with unveiled face. That you will one day get to be with him personally, physically. No sin, nothing separating you. The joy of your salvation. Second, as you go back and read through and pray through this psalm, consider verse 17. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, therefore nations will praise you forever and ever. Seek God's heart. Ask him to fill you to overflowing levels with a desire to share the gospel. Simply. Share the gospel with whom? With many. With many. Take these next few minutes and pray Psalm 45.
Father, as we enter in this uh, first time of prayer, what a wonderful thing it is to read your word and pray your word, Father. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your salvation. To your praise that it be that us, your bride, your church, will one day, Jesus, that we will one day see you with unveiled face, that you will one day come for us and that we will one day be with you. Nothing separating us fullness with you. Lord, I pray that that we, the Branch Church Milledgeville, would be a people that would anoint our lives in prayer, that would anoint you in praise, and that we would, oh Lord, that we would seek many, seek many, that would also glorify you and that would enjoy you forever, that we would be a gospel-proclaiming people, that the branch church would be known. Lord, I pray, if it be for two things, even that it would be these two, that we are a praying people and that we are a gospel-proclaiming people, that because above all, we love you. Above all. May it be, Father, for your glory, Jesus, to your praise above all. In your name we pray. Amen. Forty-six. This psalm was a spiritual catalyst for Martin Luther's wonderful hymn. A mighty fortress is our God. A wonderful, wonderful psalm. This song, along with the two after it, Psalms 47 and 48, are all songs of triumph. Songs of triumph that can be sang by the bride of Christ, for he is the king of all kings. Psalm 46 proclaims the complete adequacy of God, completely adequate to lead us through threats from nature as well as threats from the nations to include our own. Psalm 46, let's read God's word. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. 
come, behold the works of the Lord. How he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Praise God. As you pray, Psalm 46, first praise God. Praise God for the success that has been in your life and will be in your life through any threat in your life. God has spared you. God has delivered you through many threats in your life, and he will do so, even if it means removing you from this life that you can be spared from any more threats. Praise him for the success that you have had and will have in Christ alone. And second, seek God's heart expressing your desire to trust him, asking him for the strength and faith to do so. Father, as we pray now through Psalm 46, I pray that we would see, that we would be still and know that you are God. That we would desire, as you so desire, that you would be exalted among the nations, exalted in the earth. Because, Lord, you are the Lord of hosts. You are with us. You are the God of Jacob, and you are our fortress. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Now let's sing Psalm 46. read it this morning in our scripture reading leading up to beginning our worship rather on this Lord's Day morning from the other utter depths that sin has taken you and complete distress to basking in the wondrous glow of God's forgiveness to the proclamation of a certain secure hope that is found in the word of God Psalm 130 leads us through each of these The people of God have a unique hope after all, don't we? A very unique hope. One that is secure, that is steadfast, and will one day be known in full, in complete, utter, true, real fullness as we receive our salvation in full. Psalm 130. God's word proclaims, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. 
I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. As you pray through Psalm 130, praise God first. Praise him for the eternal hope you have in Christ. A hope that is unending, that is truly eternal in Christ alone. And second, seek God's heart that you would live a life, a life lived in a manner which Christ reflects the hope you have in, that you reflect the Christ you have the hope in that your life be a reflection of his hope, a reflection of his life, a proclamation of his life, a proclamation to others who hope in a world and things in this world that will fail them every single time, proclaiming to many of the hope, the only hope that is true, that is eternal, that is secure, that is living. So take time now to pray through Psalm 46 and Psalm 130. Your word is all sufficient, all authoritative. And we praise you as we read in Psalm 130, verse seven, O Israel, hope in the Lord. I pray, Lord, that we, we who are your adopted sons and daughters, that our lives will be marked by hope, not by hope in anything in this world, of this world, for this world, but Lord, that it be marked in hope, hope in you, in you, the one, the one who reigns above all, the one who is all authoritative, Lord, because you, you have earned all authority. You have been given all authority by your perfect sacrifice. And in you, in you alone, there is hope. Oh, that we would be a people, that we would be a people that will proclaim the hope that we have in you to others. And you will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that we, that we can be the redeemed, that we can call to you, that we can fall before you, seeking forgiveness of our sins. Lord, that you are faithful, faithful to forgive faithful to cleanse and make new that we may stand, walk, and run in you proclaiming the glory that is yours and yours alone. In Jesus' name, amen.